0: We've seen God do a lot of cool things already just in like half an hour, but fasten your seat belts, because we're going to open God's word and we're going to see something perhaps even more amazing than what we've seen to this point. Um, for a while now, in Canada, we've been missing something. May have missed it this morning on the way here. And most of us have even noticed what it is and myself included sometimes. We've been rushing back and forth to work, to meetings, to, to the mall, to kids' sports programs. We, we've been striving to do our best, have a respectable career, pay the bills. And all the while, we have missed that God is faithfully present in our lives. We have missed that God is faithfully present. It, it, it's kind of hard to wrap our head around. I, I do it too, but we miss how God is faithful to us. But all we had to do is take notice, because God is faithful, and he's doing so many awesome things in our lives and in our community. All we have to do to, to, is take notice. And what I'd like to do this morning, or what i like to think the purpose of the message this morning is to remind us of God's faithful presence. And if God is faithfully present, I'd like to ask, how does God affect who we are as a people? How does God's faithfulness affect who we are, how we act, how we live? Before we jump into the message, I'd like to acknowledge a book by David Fitch called Faithful Presence, which really helped me think through God's faithfulness and in turn turn into some of the inspiration for the the message this morning. So a shout out to David Fitch, Faithful Presence, which is the name of this message this morning. I would like to invite you to turn in your Bibles or follow along on the screen. We're going to be looking at John 14, 8 to 14. And just before we jump in, I want to kind of give you a primer. At this part of Scripture, Jesus, just before John 14, verse 8 opens up, Jesus says to his disciples, he's sitting there with them. he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Whoever believes in me will have salvation. And he keeps going. He says, whoever believes in me will have eternal life. Eternal life in heaven. Is this working, Mike? Everyone can hear me? Good. He tells them that we have salvation in him. That we have eternal life in Christ. He tells them that the only way to know God, the only way to have access to the Father, is through the person of Jesus Christ. I told you to hold on to your seatbelts. Then Philip, a disciple of Jesus, throws out a question. He says, Lord, show us the Father. Philip is saying, Jesus, if you are indeed the Son of God and have been sent here by him, ask him to come show his face. He says, show us the Father. I want to believe in this salvation stuff. I want to believe in eternal life. But unless I see God, unless I see him, Philip says, I'm not really tracking with Jesus. And as a church and individuals, we have wrestled with this question. Where is God? Where is he in certain situations? Why doesn't God just show his face and then I'll believe in him? As a church, we may have wrestled with this question for nearly two years as we look for a pastor. Where, where was God in that? Why did it take so long? For my wife Karen and I, um, we, we wrestled with where is God when we had to bury our one-year-old niece a couple years ago. Where is God in that? It, it's such a hard time to get through. The, the world collectively turns on the TV to tragedy every day. And they collectively ask the question, where is God faithfully present and what's going on in the world? You may have heard of the Oxford professor Richard Dawkins, a devout atheist who wrote the book The God Delusion, where he contends that God almost certainly does not exist and that a belief in a personal God qualifies as a delusion. There are times when we go through life when we don't see God's faithful presence in the world. And if you're like Richard Dawkins, you don't see it at all. He's completely missed it. In our text today, in John 14, verse 8, Jesus puts this question to rest. He says to Philip, Don't you know me? Philip asks him, Where's the Father? Where is God present? Jesus says, don't you know me, Philip? Don't you know me, even after I have been among you for such a long time? As a disciple, Philip had walked with Jesus for a few years. He had seen Jesus do amazing miracles, raise people from the dead, heal the lame. Jesus says to Philip, in response to his question, where is the Father? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? How can you say, God is not present in the world? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. This is Jesus speaking. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me or at least believe on the evidence of the work themselves. Verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. Where is God present in the world? Where is God present in our lives? Jesus goes to the highest authority, himself. God is present in the person Of Jesus Christ. We can see God in so many ways. When we drive in this morning on my walk this morning, you see God in the changing of the colors, and we can see Him in the face of our children. But the highest point, the pinnacle of the place where we see the presence of God is in the person of Jesus Christ. Anyone who has seen Jesus has seen the Father. How can you say that God is not present? If you have experienced Jesus Christ's salvation, you have seen the Father. If you have experienced Christ's salvation, you have seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that Jesus is the Father, he says, and that the Father is in Jesus? The words Jesus speaks to us today, he did not speak on his own authority. Jesus said, is a Father living in me? the Father God living in him. Believe me, when Jesus says, believe me when I say that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me. Or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Jesus says to Philip, all the miraculous miracles you have seen me do, they are the work and evidence of God the Father Almighty. Everything that Jesus did in his earthly ministry Was pointing directly to God the Father. The same Jesus who physically stood before Philip that day is the same Jesus who rules in our hearts as the ultimate unveiling of God's love and faithful presence. How do we know God is faithful in the world? See Jesus. See Jesus. And maybe you're hearing that for the first time when when I say see Jesus. You want to believe that God is faithfully present in the world, but you can't really wrap your head about around it. I want to invite you or challenge you to think, what would it be like to have Jesus Lord of my life? What would it be like to have God fully present? in my life? How can I start to go through my day and and take notice of how God is working in me? And, and, And go to the pinnacle, go to the highest point of seeing God's presence. Learn about His Son, Jesus Christ. Learn about who He was. That's a challenge for all of us. If we want to experience God, experience His Son. If you need more convincing that God is faithfully present in the world or you've been clipping through your life or clipping through this day and, and haven't really been feeling God's present in your life lately I'd like to share a few short stories or anecdotes of how God is faithfully present this is a reminder for us as a church as well it's evidence of God's faithful presence in the world and here's here's the first one we have two breast cancer survivors here with us today. Krista and Jeanette. It's because of God's faithful presence in the world that we have them here with us today. If you asked them, and I did, they would tell you the only way they can get through this journey of cancer is because of God's faithful presence in their life and the assurance that Jesus Christ is Lord of their life. God is faithfully present. Here's another one. Check this out. I was talking with two young ladies on a college campus last, a couple weeks ago, both from families in this church. As I asked them and I talked about their, with their walk with God, I was amazed by what God was doing in their life. Because of God's faithfulness, to our church. We see young people who are on fire for the Lord. Young people's faith is hemorrhaging in the world, in Canada, in North America. It's hemorrhaging. Young people are walking away from the church. We see people like Joel come up here and lead and so many other teens who are on fire for the Lord. God is faithfully present in our church. I don't know if you remember this or not, but... It was a couple months ago when Alan McElroy, who is part of this church, he came pushing his pregnant wife in, in a wheelchair. There were serious concerns about whether Cheryl's pregnancy would be viable. Because of God's goodness, Cheryl is walking today. She's running around, chasing after two kids. God is faithful. What's more, go talk to her after the service. She's in the nursery today. Go talk to her and meet their baby daughter, Jane. Hold her in your arms. That's God's miracle. That's evidence of God's faithfulness to us as a church, his faithfulness to them. God is faithfully present. You know, when Karen and I look back On losing our niece a couple years ago, we really couldn't hold on to God at that time. It was hard. Trying to wrap our heads around that. But we can say that no matter what, we know that God was holding on to us. That's what it means to be faithful. God was holding on to us even though when we couldn't hold on to Him. God is faithfully present. If you were here last week and again this morning, you would have seen Joel and Joy come up here, who are two new people who are going to work with us as a church to serve on God's mission, to help us to be a people of mission here in our community. God is faithful and present in bringing us Joel and Joy. There's a couple young people, young family, rather, that we've been connected with in the downtown at Prince of Wales School. These, this young family are on a journey to knowing who Jesus Christ is. They're on a journey to knowing who God is. And, and there's others in our community, just, just talk to someone, that, there's others in our community who are finding out who Jesus Christ is. God is faithfully present. As a church, we've been looking for a pastor for nearly two years. Today, Pastor Mark DeVos is with us. God is faithfully present. I don't know if you remember this or not, but one of the first Sundays after the founding pastor of this church had left and gone on to new ministry endeavors, we placed stones in this vase here. We placed stones in as a reminder of how God was faithful to us as a church. As a reminder for all of the things he did for us and he had done. And it also stood as a reminder as we came up front and we put the stones in, a reminder of how God would be faithful to us. I stand here today to tell you that God has been faithful. God has been faithful. And looking forward to the next two years and beyond, the next hundred years, I promise you that God will be faithful to us. He will be faithful to us as a people. God is faithful. In closing, I want you to see something Really cool in our text in John 14, verse 12. If we can have it up up on the screen. I want you to see this. Jesus says, Verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. Whoever believes in the miraculous works that I've been doing, who believes in my faithful presence in the world, they will do even greater things than these. Because I am going to the Father and I'm going to send my Holy Spirit. You know, villagers, as a people who have the faithful presence of God around us all the time and have Christ in our lives, it is our task to be faithfully present. Because God is faithful to us, it's our task to be faithfully present in our community, in our world, and at work, wherever we go throughout our day, because God is faithful, we are to be faithful people. We are to be present in our community. We are called, we are sent to do the work of Christ in our community. I was wondering if we could commit today to being a faithfully present people. To share the story of how God has been faithfully present in our life. In every opportunity, wherever we go today, wherever we go this week, wherever we go the, the rest of this year, that we would share the story of how God has been faithfully present in our lives. I shared a couple of the stories. There it would be great examples of how God is faithful in those people's lives, but every one of us has a story. Every one of us has a story. Share that story with someone. Share that story with the person you sit down and have coffee with. Share the story with someone at your high school. When you're getting your hair cut. Share how God has been faithfully present in your life. When we do, I guarantee you that it will cultivate the imagination of those who listen. No doubt making them wonder, what would it be like to have faithful presence of God in my life what would that be like what would it be like to be part of the village church jesus said in extent we will do even greater things than he in extent we will do even greater things than he therefore go be a faithful presence in the community share god's faithfulness with everyone we come in contact with. And most of all, see Jesus. See Jesus in everything we do. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we're so thankful to you for your faithful presence in our life. You have been thankful, faithful to us every single step of the way. You've gone before us, behind us, underneath us, around us constantly. And we were able to completely trust in you in every step. And we know as we look forward that you are a God who covenants himself to us. Who promises to be so present in our lives we just got to open our eyes and take notice. Lord, thank you for your promise of being faithful to us. Thank you for the amazing gift of your son, Jesus Christ, as the ultimate sign and foretaste of what it looks like, of what your faithfulness looks like. And Lord, I pray that we as a church would commit this week, this month, this year, to being a faithful presence in our community. And, and, and that might mean sharing our story. Sharing the story of how you've been so good. How you've been an ever-present help in our life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.